This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning comic book store, Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. And listeners like you, head to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate or check us out at Patreon backslash TwoHeadedNerd. Coming to you live from the Ziggurat at Omaha, deep below the metro area, it's THN, cover to cover for Saturday, June 19th. It is Juneteenth today. Tomorrow is, is Father's Juneteenth. Day. Dr. Doom got married. Batman had a hell of a week on Twitter and Nightwing. Oh man, we got to talk about Nightwing. But folks, before we get into that, my name is Matt Long. But uh, Hey, I'm the internet's Joe Patrick. There we go. Here's how it works. Every Saturday morning, right around 11-ish Central Time, Matt and I go live on our Facebook page and Zoom to wrap about the week's new comics, nerd news, superheroes, sexual proclivities, movies, TV, and of course, the question of the week live with our listeners. This is a live show, just like Joe Patrick mentioned, and we need you to play along. So you can jump into our Zoom. You'll find the link at the top of our live stream on the Faces book, or you can call us at 402-819-4894, or you can click our Facebook call now button and just chat with us if you'd like to in the Facebook live chat. If you want to get in on the action and you can't call in live, that's okay. Leave us a message. Send an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. But before we open phone lines and talk to you jerks, I was hanging out with JD while Joe Patrick was having some technical difficulties. That's why we're a little late today. But we're back. Joey, let's reset some of this week's nerd news. This is a pleasant discussion of some headlines. Feel free to talk about them with us or don't. Joe and I just want to rap about it real quick. Put a bug in your ear. See what you guys think. Let's get rolling. Yeah, yeah. You know, a bug. Put a bug in your ear. Yes. A little bug in your bug ear. Your ear. Uh, so just some heads up about some spoilery things we might be talking about. We will probably be talking about Loki episode two. I wish that I had watched it a second time before today, but instead I watched Goodfellas. That's right, you schnooks. It's about I did it. goddamn time. I watched Goodfellas. It's an amazing movie. Also, uh, Nightwing 81 uh, came out this week and some major happenings occurred in Nightwing. And uh, it's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, DC Comics decided that Batman, not Batman, I'm sorry, Heroes. Yes. Batman was the Batman was the topic in question. Well, let's set it heroes, up. Let's set it up first. So you know, the, yeah. those who weren't paying attention, they're Harley Quinn, the animated yes, series, the Harley Quinn show, very adult. Season three is coming. Wanted to make a joke about Batman performing oral sex and Catwoman, and it got shot down. And uh, and you know what? Had it just gotten shot down, story ends sure. there. But DC, you know all you got to all you got to do is say, hey, look, we make kids toys out, out of Batman. Yeah, we're we not don't want to do it. We're, we're just not, not comfortable it. making that joke. DC could have shut it down right there and we're done. And there's no problem. There's no story. But instead, None. DC, an official memo, says heroes don't do that. In this junior soprano moment, apparently, of yeah. machismo. <laughs> like, it's true. And Twitter exploded. Uh, it has been like uh, this uh, for, for three straight days. It was just like a glorious sea of me. Unreal. Like, come uh, on, DC. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, the, I think the most popular tweet that we have ever tweeted is that picture of Alf yeah. trying to eat the family cat and the mom running in with the label <laughs> DC on her and uh, 
okay. It just it spawns. So I much fucking stole that meme. Interesting Steal discussion. Steal every meme. That's what. You, that's the lesson here. And the discussion promptly came to an end when Zack Snyder tweeted a picture of Batman performing oral sex on Catwoman because Zack Snyder once again has proven that he does not <sighs> understand how to do anything with a light touch. <laughs> Read the room, buddy. <laughs> he just. Uh, what can't. I want to know is who drew that. I want to know who drew that. It was well it drawn. Looked really familiar. It was, yeah, it looked very well drawn. Uh, like the, the art, the art style looked familiar to me. And I was like, who is this? They yes. didn't, bu- they didn't have the guts to sign it. The cowards. Okay. We, uh, we so, okay. Listen, it, it was just a funny week about yeah. Batman. We don't need to really talk moving about along. it. Um, Nick Spencer is leaving Spider-Man after three years and uh, nearly 100 issues in the span of yeah. three years. That's too much. And That's too much. Sure. Okay. And look, I'm not, this isn't going to be a, Let's all jump on Nick Spencer's head party. I, you and I didn't love his amazing Spider-Man. I don't love it. No. And more importantly, not because it was bad, but can you remember anything that happened? No, exactly. Other than that weird sin eater thing. I can't remember that, which I, and I remember that because I didn't like it because I don't even really remember the sin eater. I remember, I remember spoiler alert. They revealed that the weird buggy, the bug guy was Harry Osborn, which is stupid. Yeah, totally stupid. And, And it's like, Look, I'm not taking anything away from how much Spencer loves his character because he does. He's a massive Spider-Man fan. He was so thrilled to take over. He reportedly read every single Spider-Man comic book in the world before he (laughs) took over, which is great, but it wasn't great. And Marvel is talking about it like it's the most celebrated run of Ant, which that's part of of the deal, too. I mean, that's what they do. Yeah, you're not going to be like, Nick Spencer's done. We're all done with that guy, right? Okay, who's up next? Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> but who takes over? Uh, That's what we want to talk about. Who would you like to see take over Amazing Spider-Man? Or are we wrong? And did you love the Nick Spencer run? That's okay. Look, if you liked it, that's if you liked it, that's great. Yeah, uh, let's talk about it. But uh, yeah, no, I personally, I was not a fan. Um, I, I think it's insane that they've put out so many issues of Spider-Man. This is, of course, including like tie-in minis and annuals and whatever. Um. But uh, yeah, I, I, it's such a massive amount of work in such a short amount of time that it's no wonder, like, it's not only that I didn't care for it necessarily, but there was just, it was so much of it that I just gave up Yeah, on trying to keep up with it. Yeah. Because like when it started, he was doing like two issues a month and stuff and it, it was nuts. There, there was just too much. And I... We'll just, you guys want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. I think it was very forgettable. Please, yes. I'm looking forward to someone else taking over Spider-Man. That's where I'm at. Yes. Uh, So what else we got here? Speaking of Spider-Man. Next up. Well, yes, I suppose. (laughs) Um, uh, There is an event coming, some sort of event coming that was teased last year. Two years ago? Last year. Last year. Um, Free comic book day. Well, free comic book day didn't really happen, but uh, there were there were free comic book day comics. Yeah, and put, one of them I mean, was the free comic book day special they put up. Yes, uh, one of them uh, teased an event called the Dark Ages. It's by Tom Taylor and Ivan Coelho, and uh, the tagline is "Where were you when the lights went out?" But there's another uh, tagline too that says. Who were you when the lights went out? And it's got oh. Spider Man, and he's wearing a slightly different costume. Uh, yeah, uh, what I'm, from what I'm reading in this, uh, I, I think that it, it might be, these are either different characters, uh, taking up these identities or they are all in different outfits. Yeah. Um, so we don't know. If so it's unclear different continuity or 
coming hey, uh, out so, of Heroes Reborn or something? Or well, all right. So the uh, the free comic book day one shot came out long before Heroes Reborn even started. Well, yeah, but I mean, um, come on, That's, and it featured. It's obviously been revamped and pushed back. Well, sure. Uh, it, it featured um, something very, very bad happening to Iron Man. Like his arm got cut off. You know, like yeah. he, he was in bad. He was in a bad way. Um, and uh, so I don't know. Uh, I, I can tell you that I don't really love this new Spidey costume. Yeah, I know. It's a little much. With the giant r- r- wrist gauntlet. Okay. Speaking of new sp- costumes, while we're at it, DC tweeted a picture of what appears to be a Supergirl costume for the coming in this flash movie. Uh, so this is uh that was the, not DC, but the director of the flash. Right. Um, Andy, Andy, something or other. And this, and let's talk about that S for a second, because it's the, the same. It's the man. It's the man of steel. S it's the it, same. S. Did the man of yes. steel S have that weird, like floral kind of it's, pattern? It's very textured running yes, through the, but S? it's the same. Yeah. 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 I it's hate that. Same. I hate it. <laughs> and I don't want to, I don't want to sound like that nerd. Cause like every time they changed the Superman costume, like if they didn't put him in gloves or something, it was just always like, something minor they did to the S and every time they did anything minor to the S I hated it. I instantly hated it. It was like, no, there's no reason to do that. It doesn't need to be more angular. It doesn't need to be rounder, bigger, smaller. Just leave it the way it was. The S is fine. I just wanted to talk about that S. I just thought it was the, I don't like it. It's the same S it's the same S right, it, the, the shape of it is the same. Maybe it's just cause it's brighter. Uh, we can see the texture more. Could be yes, it, that could that could definitely That's be probably. What but it yeah, it's it's it, like it's definitely got like the the S uh, like it, this might also be the first time we've really gotten a good look at it close up. Um, yeah, could be. But uh, it, like it, it's definitely got a more like beaded kind of look to it. Okay, uh, it, which is along. fine. Moving along, uh, guys. I don't know if you remember, Kazar died. Remember that? Everybody forgot. Joe Patrick hit me up just this last week and was like, oh shit, I forgot Kazar died. And I went, he did? <laughs> I was like, yes, in Empire, he died. Kazar died. Uh, Kazar died and uh, was resurrected. Yes. And so now he's got a new series coming out. He wasn't a plant that man, is, was he? Like swordsman? No, well, I don't really know. I, I don't remember. Not. Obviously, I don't remember anything about what happened to Kazar. I kind of hope not. But he does have a new series coming and they're billing it a immortal Hulk style take on Kazar. He was resurrected in a soul merging process with Shanna, the she devil. Thanks to brother voodoo. Okay. Now I love Kazar and I love Shanna, the she devil. I understand there are some problematic white savior stuff going on with a character that goes to the jungle and shows the people of darker skin, how to be a hero. That's an issue. Now the savage land, I would say, dulls that issue a little bit because it's not Tarzan in Africa. This is Kazar, and, and I'm not apologizing. This is just how I square this circle in my head. It's Kazar in the Savage Land dealing with people that are not human. They're plain old not human. They're the high evolutionaries, weirdos. They're like monster. I can't remember what he calls them. There's the unmen, which are, or the animen. That's that's DC. Yeah, uh, the they are, they, the, the, so the high evolutionaries animal creatures are called the new men. Thank you. But that's not what that's not who lives in the Savage Land. Those no, no, are the no. Savage Land mutates. Mutates. And, uh, David Robbins just hit us. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And but they're not all like they're not necessarily all mutates. Some of them are, you know, like they're they're different tribes. Right. Some of them are animal people. Some are Some good. Of them are, you know, Some like are bad. Dinosaurs. Yeah. But um, where do we feel about what, what do we think about Kazar? Is Kazar OK? Is Kazar problematic? Can well, we I think Kazar's Kazar? fine. Like, it's not uh, like you say, like, it's not. <sighs> 
Is there a white savior thing going on? I mean, I guess. Let's talk about it with the nerds if they want to talk about it. Let's get into it, it with them. If you consider, if you consider, you know, the 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 weird uh, sci-fi style races of the Savage Land. Yeah, no, and, and that's what I want to talk about. I just want, I'm just making sure here before I'd be like, fuck yeah, Kazar. And someone's like, Matt Bum, you're a monster. Like, Matt, the book's already <laughs> announced. You can say fuck yeah, Kazar. Like, you don't really need anybody's permission. Kazar is fine. All right, before we open up these phone lines, Joe Patrick, reset this question of the week. I believe it came from me. Uh, yeah, this week's question did, in fact, come from us. Matt does never, Matt does not get sole credit for anything that happens on this show, it by was the way. All me. No. Hundred. Uh, we want to hear about characters that you love that eh, probably can't sustain a monthly title. Yeah, uh, they can be. It can be big names. It can be nobodies. Uh, but we're talking about characters that just can't sustain their own book. Maybe they do better in a miniseries or a one shot or even just guest starring. You know, like yeah. ma- characters that are better in small doses than on an ongoing basis. This comes out of the Death of Doctor Strange miniseries news, which we're. Which, again, I'm not sure fun. why Doctor Strange is what inspired this because Doctor Strange has had his own ongoing series for decades. I don't disagree, but I fundamentally think Doctor Strange is better when used in miniseries formats because I keep okay. losing interest in his monthly series. That's why I want to talk about it. Let's get these damn phone lines open. JD has been waiting here patiently. JD, hello again, and how are you, sir? I'm good. Good. What do you think about Kazar? You got a take on this? Um, I think Kazar is... I don't think Kazar is a problematic character. I think Kazar is based on a problematic character. Yes. I like, and look, I love Tarzan. I love the old Edgar Rice Burroughs Tarzan novels. They are deeply racist. There's no question. Yeah. And I think, I think, I, I think there's room for some really interesting things to be done and, and to comment on that aspect using the mutates, using the, uh, using the, high evolutionary that kind of thing yeah you know and 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 saying you know and addressing that are these mutates you know a a a, a, another race and are they a are they a disenfranchised race and is this yeah you know okay for him you know there's a place for there's room for that that question or you could just say it's a fantasy world and we don't have to worry about it but just i agree acknowledge you can go either way you could say we're gonna we're, we're taking this back you know, and and Kazar is going to do it the right way. Or you just say, look, it's fantasy world. Either way, right. it works. I think Tarzan yeah. is a property that Hollywood needs to figure out and inherently take back. And yeah. why we don't have a black Tarzan. Right. Well, I, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Like yeah. they, DC wants to make a black Superman movie. And it, uh, fine, I'm into it. Let's see what you got, whatever. But how have we not done this with Tarzan yet? Right, yeah, exactly. An educated, you know, English, black Englishman, it comes to Africa and they're all like, yeah, this is where you're supposed to be. And he's like, no, and he fights it. And he's like, I'm not, I don't want to be here. And then he gets really good at it, you know, and becomes yeah. Tarzan and realizes, yes, I have to do this, you know? I mean, there's a massive story that could be told. Or even play into the whole conflict and make him mixed race. Sure. Yeah, that could that could be really cool, too, where it's like, no, England doesn't accept me and Africa doesn't totally accept me. And I have to become something more. Yeah, that would be amazing. How have we not done this? Okay, after we're done with the show, J.D., I'll kick you some notes. You kick me some notes. We got a script. All right. right. (laughs) Oh, boy, we got a we got a collabo going. We got a collabo. I love it. I love it. I I get a cut. I get a cut. No partner. Sorry, I get a cut of everything. you All you did was sit there. So I was I was thinking about the Spider-Man thing because okay. I I, told, I agree one hundred percent about Spencer's run on Spider-Man. It is I have been forcing myself to read it just so that I'm current, 
and it's 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 a job. You're not the only yeah. one. I have other yeah. spidey, I like, spidey I, nerd friends. They're just like I'm. I three years. Still I've been don't this. understand Kindred. Yeah. I mean, what is he? How, fuck he's it. Got I don't care. Bu- he's got bugs. I know that he's got bugs yeah. crawling on him. Is he a bug? And he's also supposed to be Harry. Brought it. He's but he's, he's wearing be, a mask, right? Like he's Harry under there, or is he transformed? He's into Harry, Harry under there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, pardon I know me. Is- I, that is, I mean to say, is he, is he, uh, is he Harry Osborne transformed into a monster or is he Harry Osborne wearing a scary outfit? Yeah. I don't know that. Uh, I don't, re- that I don't recall. Yeah. I, all I know is that I was thinking about who I want to replace him. And I thought for a second, maybe Greg Rucka, just cause I'd like to see him come back to Marvel. Kindred but, uh, wears a mask I want, confirmed. I want someone with a lighter touch. And I was thinking, uh, I looked over on my shelf and I saw my agents of Atlas trade and I was thinking Jeff Parker, Jeff Parker, I think has got a good spot. I like Jeff Parker. I like Jeff Parker too. And I feel like Jeff Parker has not gotten enough work recently. Yeah. And I don't know why. Cause he's a well, super he's been, talented guy. He's been over like in dynamite and I, he's been doing, yeah, he's been doing, he's been doing stuff, just not at the big two. Yeah. yeah um, he's been doing a lot of licensed stuff. He, he did a willow book for a while. Uh, willow. So uh, no, uh, the willow from Buffy. No, oh, dang it. Not. I wish it had been willow from no. willow. He was writing <laughs> willow. Uh, confirmed. Kindred is a mask. I just dropped a picture of Harry talking to the mask. Okay. Well, that's oh. dumb. That's even weirder. Yeah, but his dad uh, did that all the time. How often did I we like, see I was dad? Like, that, that's kind of an Osborne family tradition. Yeah. Like, yeah, how often so did dad talk to the Green Goblin? You know? I mean, that happened in the movie, right? In the right. Sam Raimi movie. He too much. To that happened too yeah. much in the movie. He uh, was constantly. He's like, no, I can't do that. Like, yes, you can. Uh, <laughs> Stop so, it. So, <laughs> uh, okay. So we got Kindred. Um, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, somebody that I'd like to see, like Tom Taylor, you know. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I love Tom Taylor, but I, I feel like it, I feel Spidey. like Tom Taylor as much as I like Tom Taylor. Mm-hmm. I think it would be I think it would I think it would still be very traditional Spider-Man, which right. is not necessarily bad. Yeah, I mean, but I think part I think one of the problems of Spencer's run is that slots run was such a roller coaster. Right. Yeah. That Marvel just like violently yanked the chain back, right? They pulled the e-brake on that sucker. Yeah, yeah. and they said, okay, and, we want hyper-personal Peter Parker. And, and, that is, I, and that's what Spencer's done. I just haven't liked it. Yeah, mm. and I like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, that Marvel is like, I, I, I don't, I'm not attributing blame to anybody here, but I'm saying that I, I, I feel like Marvel wanted a more traditional take on Spider-Man. And I think that, that Tom Taylor, as much as I like his dialogue and his writing style, would deliver the same. Because friend, like friendly, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man was was that same, you know, very traditional, yeah. uh, you know, personal character driven. Um, Chip Zdarsky, I think, is a writer that uh, yeah. absolutely would would really excel on one hundred percent. But if it means he leaves Daredevil, no. Just get him to stop writing that what if shit. You know, just yeah, write Spider Man and Daredevil. Yeah, he's already written Spider Man. He's writing Spider-Man currently in the Spider's Shadow. Yeah, which is excellent, and, 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 by the way. And my thing with Chips Zarski is he's to this point at Marvel where he's doing so well, we can't have him write everything. Yes, and and that's what we do. And, and that's the temptation, right? As, that's like, yeah, put, yeah. It's like the Bendis. It's the Bendis effect. Yeah. It's like, put yeah. him on everything. Fanboys, fangirls, we all want to grab like, our favorite like, writer. Let's someone who comes back. Someone not currently at Marvel. I like that Jeff Parker in the past. Jeff Parker's fun. Yeah. That's a good uh, So. My answer of the oh, week, uh, Al Ewing, I think would be great writing. Spider-Man. Yeah, I think Parker and get like Doc Shaner and Parker, just like the Dynamite crew. Oh yeah, yeah. do it. That would yeah. be great. Let's go. 
So my answer of the week was, uh, I agree with the Dr. Strange thing, um, but in relationship to a a question I answered on on the forum this week uh, for Adam Crouch, any X character who's not Wolverine. Fair enough. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. X characters are tough. Fair enough. And look, Way of X, which we were excited for. And first issue was really great. I'm still, it hasn't, it hasn't got to the lake house yet. I'm still chomping at the bit for it. Okay. It's not a nightcrawler book. Nightcrawler is the star of the book, but it's not like nightcrawler in way of X. There's right. I think they're doing it right because there's a cast around him. Yeah, exactly. And I, as much as I love nightcrawler, no, I'm not going to read a monthly nightcrawler book. Like Colossus, my favorite X-Man. No one wants to read a monthly Colossus book. But if you've got a great Colossus story to tell me, by all means, give me a four, six issue Colossus story. Just don't kill him in the end. Give me a Rasputin story. Give me, <laughs> yes. give me, give me, give me Colossus and, and Ileana and Mikhail. Yes. And I would really like to see now that they're all in Krakoa, let's yeah. have a Rasputin like, and call it Rasputin or whatever. And let's yeah. see the family figure it out. Like, let's see <laughs> where they're at. They're figured out. Is Ileana still his little snowflake, which was always kind of creeped me out. But, you know. it's not a term of romantic endearment yeah but you know like who's who's your brother to sister turns like oh my little snowflake (laughs) hey you don't have a sister so you don't know yeah i have little brothers and i never like you know (laughs) just saying so i was gonna say i'm listening to you guys's review of planet size x-men uh in the day in the weekly show and then all this discussion about the hickman x books i was thinking I think the big, the best thing Marvel's done with this Hickman X-Men and that they did differently from Avengers and Fantastic Four is they have not let him do it alone. Yes. Yeah. They gave him a team. They made him work with a, with a team. I think said, you're right. You can't have all of it. Yes, I think yeah. you're right. I think he's got other voices that yeah. are, I mean, I almost said bringing him back down to earth, which... This is still some whacked out <laughs> shit, but it's not as whacked out as some of the Hickman stuff we've seen. Right, 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 right. And and it, it it does give you different voices, which allow for some of the more high concept stuff to be filtered through characters. Because you do have writers like Teeny Howard yes. and Leah Thompson yes. and Jerry Duggan, which are very down to earth. Although and, X Factor and- canceled. So. That's is it book. really? Canceled. Yeah. That book. I know it's really good. It, it, it yeah. didn't start. It started okay, and then it got really good, and now it's canceled. So yeah, yeah once once uh, North Star kind of settled in and in his role as team leader on that, and and just you know they got the uniforms. Those uniforms were fire, by the way. Fuck yeah, they I look so good. Now, and I read a, a really good. It was an article on AIPT, I believe, this week, and it was about the queer baiting of Krakoa and how sort of they decided that like oh we're gonna bring in some queer characters and we're gonna sprinkle them in here and there and then you're never gonna hear about them again outside the pages of x factor pretty much which is canceled they teased us with like scott and gene and and logan are in like a love triangle but they all sleep in separate beds and that's not really going on and we won't talk about it and like there was like you know Richter came back and shatterstar was reintroduced in x factor and now that book's gone and you know I, I don't know. It's interesting because they made it seem like everyone's yeah, acceptable here and it's all going to happen. And the, we'll just put the idea of the fact that there are queer X-Men out there, but we're not really going to address it. But you guys are into it, right? Good. Right. Moving right along. We made a planet. Because <laughs> uh, what was the name? Prodigy? Yeah. He was dating Speed. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, uh, from the Young Avengers? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I'm not saying that I fundamentally think they are straight up queer baiting. I think they just need to either, you know, shit or get off the pot with this. Like, yeah, well, if I we're going to have gay and queer relationships, then let's see it. Do it. Yeah. Let's not just insinuate it and be like, that's enough. Right. Because God bless, you know, Chris Claremont. And it wasn't his fault when he was writing. He did what he could. And Marvel straight up said, you have to dial that back. No, right. you can't have Mystique kissing destiny. No, well, but, actually, but we can't have a weird comic say, where Mystique dresses, it like turns into a guy and dances with yeah. destiny and they kiss. <laughs> like, we can totally do that. So, Although they did finally canonically make a key buy. Yes. In Marauders. Yes. So. Which is, which is cool. But again, yeah. it was like one kiss where she kisses a tattoo artist and then we never talk yeah. about it again. Sorry, Kate. So kind of weird. But JD, we got to keep moving here, man. We got some other people need to get in. All right. Good to talk cool. to you, buddy. Thanks, JD. Brian Domingos, I'm asking to unmute you. Hey, now, guys. Good afternoon. Hey, Brian. Sir. How are we? I'm having some hella issues with my video. It's all right. Just don't look at the video. I can see it. I have to look at the video. Why? Because you're magnetic, Mike. Matt. You're <laughs> yeah. Magnetic. yeah. Be- All we have to do is oh, listen and back. talk. Let's just listen and talk. Back. How's we're that back. sound? Brian. No, because I like to see the I like to see the hearts. I like to see the chats. I like oh, to see you mean you're making faces. I'm sorry. You're watching the cover to cover Facebook feed is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. I mean, I'm also watching the Zoom video, but it's I'm, the praise. I'm not really paying I get attention it. it's to not, that. It's not Matt's uh, beautiful face. It's his. No, it's no, I'm praise. sick of it. I'm sick of his I face. Get I, it. I, I mean, I, that, that is true love. You've you've shared a body for yeah centuries. Yeah, and you're still like I, I've, I've I can't stop looking face. at his face. The fact that we can even be in the room together is a miracle. <laughs> what did you want to wrap about today, Brad? Um, there's a I I made like a tiny list and it's turned into a bigger list. But um, that that X Men article uh, you shared yesterday is really interesting, right? Um, because they use good examples. Yeah. And they use like you know it's not it's not the typical like Tumblr bitching and complaining no. about a valid thing. And it's, that's what they, I thought when I cl- yeah. when I looked at them. Like, all right, here we go. I can't believe I'm going to click right. on this. And it, and it goes back to this like, okay, we can't have nice things. Everybody's mad and in the heights. You know, like all the Latino people came out and said, we saw in the Heights, it was worse than Hitler. And I'm like, what? What, what happened? That's not <laughs> like, what happened. Like they weren't, you know, Latino enough for something. It's like, all right, it's, it's, I, I don't and know. No, I think that's a, they made some very valid, like they made some very valid points. Uh, so uh, to tie this into the X-Men, uh, In the Heights, oh, there was some criticism last week about the movie In the Heights because um, in the casting of all of the uh, multiple Latino characters from uh, various South American countries in Washington Heights. I'm cutting you off um, in 10 more seconds. So get it out. <laughs> most of them, like the, there were, there were few to none that were considered Afro Latino, which is not something, which is a term that I was not aware of until like this year. Well, um, it is a and thing. I heard this same, I heard the same criticism about uh, the casting of Sunspot in the New Mutants movie. Yes, I, I agree. Because Sunspot be in the comics is traditionally very dark-skinned, yeah. and the actor they cast in the movie is light-skinned. Very much so. Now, to take it back to the X-Men, this article was absolutely right on. And I, I didn't even think about it. Like, being straight, cisgender dude, I read it, and I was like, oh, good. Yes, they are representing some, some queer people on Krakoa. But, yeah, it is just kind of a tease here and there. Well, it's it's that, and, and I mean, you uh, maybe you could share a link to the uh, the, the group, uh, Matt. But the uh, the example that that really kind of 
made of, of you know, it, it really clicked for me was the, um, they do, a, you know, they started with that, you know, three-way apartment thing on the moon, you know, yeah, right. and, adjoining and they, kinda, they were alluding to all these things and, and they didn't say anything, but it's like, here's a map of the layout, the right. blueprint, and, you know, draw your own conclusions. But then when they do in story, when the characters re- refer to each other, there's a thing and it's, it's in the, um, the 10 of swords where, um, storm says to Logan, where they're getting all like weird tipsy. Um, she says, you know, Oh, you know, like he's getting all Wolverine's getting all flirty and storms like, Oh, you know, if you're not careful, I'll tell Jean. Yeah. And where she doesn't say, if you're not careful, I'll tell Scott. Right. You know, it's, it's that these relationships are, you know, Ooh, there, you know, there's this weird, you know, yeah. gender fluid thing and, or, you know, sexuality thing, but, it's still heteronormative in that case. Yeah. We're and just, like, it's and like, we're just hinting. Know. Well, all we're doing is hinting and th- that's enough. Right. You know, and I'm not saying like, where's my full on, you know, homosexual <laughs> sex scenes. <laughs> like, so like, but, yeah, but yeah, this kind of, this kind of brings me to a, a, an idea that was put into my head by, uh, the recent trailer for the upcoming guardians of the galaxy game. Uh, E3 was last week or earlier this week, I guess. And um, some company, I don't remember what, it doesn't matter, is releasing a third-person Guardians of the Galaxy action-adventure game, you know, like a a Mass Effect-style, like, single-player adventure, uh, where you play as Star-Lord, and in the trailer, there's a scene where Star-Lord is trying to escape a room, and a tentacly alien is grabbing at him and he's trying to get away and it's like, Oh no, he's trying to escape this alien. And then as he gets away, he blows the alien a kiss and says, I'll call you later. (laughs) So the implication is star Lord was raised in space. That dude doesn't give two shits about like human normative. No, right. He'll sleep with anything. And so I'm thinking to myself, okay, it's Krakoa here. Why aren't all the mutants just like, all in for each other. Yeah. You know, like why, why are they there? They've, they've clung to this human. And I know that that's the writing, you know, that's, that's our own social norms uh, creeping in. But like, if, if we're talking about a, a, a culture that truly considers themselves separate. Yes. Uh, you know, like to me, in my mind, it, like it, it should not be a surprise if Wolverine was dating maggot yeah or whatever or everybody Uh, i like listen to the way that the way that magneto who was basically their spiritual leader almost he doesn't talk about like men and women and children he talks about mutant kind and humankind and that is it and all we're all equal and we're all in love and we're all the best you know like there it is lay it out i guess and i guess an argument can can be made that like in in this real world that we live in we still need to be able to have like clear representation of cultures that we understand well sure which is why you know it's like (laughs) i just i i i you're you know the idea that you know the krakoa society breaks all the the real world social norms is valid but i think they would have trouble you know, yeah. six years from now when they've moved on from this Pikmin stuff yeah, and, right, um, exactly. and, and, ever, and everyone is pansexual, you know, like it's going to yeah, be right. like, yeah, oh my God, be, I would argue it's like, gonna be a, got, like, there's going to be a bigger problem world. six years from now yeah. with the planet 
Mars. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, like, that's going to be real strange on Krakoa there for a while. <laughs> Do you remember when Iceman got Wolverine pregnant? I mean, <laughs> damn. Yeah, it is it's like ice womb. It's going to be, yeah, it's, it's like I'm all, all for people being who they are and all that, but I think that there, it would be a, I think they still, they still know each other and they still have relationships to be like, Hey, yeah. you know what? Yeah. We're all, they, they all look at each other and they're like, we're all down for anything. Like, eh, I don't know. I don't know that that like, yeah, yeah. That does. You well, know, that does and, and, you're still attracted to the people you're attracted to. Not just like, yeah, right. Exactly. Who cares sure. if and, humans say this is no pants Island. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Exactly. It's like a, I'm still trying to push my bottomless, poli- my no bottoms policy through <laughs> the city council. <laughs> Boom. Uh, you're living on fuck mountain brother. Hope you enjoy the experience. Yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, so the, 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 the inherent problem uh, with, you know, my <laughs> live and let live. Everybody's a mutant. Uh, policy is that like the second they show Iceman, a character that they've taken great strides uh, into representing as a gay man, like when they're like, yeah, everybody's a mutant, right? And then he starts dating Storm or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's a problem. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's a either way. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's yeah. too much. There's too much yeah. baggage for the characters and the readers, you know, because the readers bring so much. And it's oh, really? Yeah. No, it's just it's it's like just re- what's on the page, man. Look, that's it. Or lady or whomever. Just read what's on the page. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Dudes, lady dudes. Dudes and dudesettes and ets and everybody. Ice dudes. Um, ice dudes. Next on the list. Um, what do we got? Yeah. Um, well, I'm so I'm like halfway through the Ten of Swords and um, I'm guessing that I know where you jumped off, uh, Joe, because <laughs> it is a Like I forced myself to finish Ten of Swords and then I got like through the next three or four weeks of X-Books after that. And I was like, I'm, I can't. I have to stop. I, I, I have to take a break. <laughs> it might be when they said there are 10 swords and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, there's 10 swords and nine mutants. It's like, wait, we saw all that. And Gorgon has two. We just threw that at the last. We're out of pages, guys. Gorgon's got two. Let's move on to the next thing. It's <laughs> special to sell. It was like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm counting swords. Like, wait, there are 10. Yeah. Well, they here's, made- a, yeah. here's a spoiler alert for you, Brian. The swords don't actually mean shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean after the arm wrestling? Yeah. No, it's, it's <laughs> no, they're put the swords are pointless. <laughs> the I can tell you they, they have they have managed to make the the Krakoan um Kool-Aid ooze through the comics digitally and paper because um my yeah. God, I don't it is it is quite a read. Yeah, like, yeah. Is, it, it's this is I, I don't know. Are, it's like it, they are, it, they're daring you to continue. I really like Jonathan happening. Jonathan I really like so <laughs> Jonathan Hickman was so horny to make that tarot card joke, you know. The oh my god! There's, yeah, that like he, who showed him a tarot? Who did that? I know, well, yeah, it's Someone. like okay, uh, but it's like it's fine. Based on it's fine. Cards. It's yeah. fine, Jonathan. It's fine. You want to do a tarot thing? That's fine. Why do they have swords? Why do they actually have swords? He's like, I don't know if you know this, but ten is the same as X, guys. I it would be like it would us. be like if they re- if they revealed that Joey Chestnut was a mutant and he was one of the ten. <laughs> <laughs> and they he had to just eat a whole t- fuck ton of hot dogs to win against the uh, the uh, the Araco counterparts. No, no, no. Oh my God. Take it further. He eats hot dogs to create chestnuts that he shoots out of his hands. Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> like, yes. we got to take oh, it home. Whoa, Come whoa, on. Whoa, we gotta whoa. Sell, yes. You got to take it all the yes. way home. <laughs> cup, of, cup of chestnuts. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Um, the um, the Kazar book, he's a great example of a character that should not get more than a five issue miniseries. Totally because, agree. Um, he's totally fine. Agree. Like, I, I like him, but it really depends on the creative team. Um, I don't like that writer very much. Um, 
is it Zach Thompson? I think he usually writes with a partner. Um, yeah. Lonnie Nadler. He, he's fine. He's just, he's fine. But German Garcia is unbelievably talented. He's so very, um, very will, cool. And he's, yes. And he's colored by, um, by um, uh, Matt Lopes, who is unbelievable. So it's going to yeah. be a beautiful book, but. Uh, who, that preview art is that preview art was tremendous. Yeah, um, it, it looks gorgeous. But yeah, I agree. Like Zach, Zach Thompson is not necessarily a writer that excites me or anything. No, but I, I agree. Uh, Kazar, perfect example of a character that we don't need more than a six issue mini for. And, that's the see, and that's the thing about Kazar is that when you like, so Mark Wade had a Kazar series in the '90s, and it's glorious. It's, it's incredible. Wonderful. It's incredible. Uh, yeah. But the thing about it is is that it's immediately from like page one, not Kazar. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, let's take Kazar out of the Savage Land at the soonest possible opportunity. Right. Let's have him fight Thanos. <laughs> like, it's a whole, it's a whole series of weird shit. And then Christopher Priest takes over and he goes blind and he stumbles around the New York subway for four issues. And then the book is over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, but it's my- like, it's like, so yeah, Kazar. Yeah. Hey, here's a great Kazar ongoing series that really has nothing to do with Kazar. Right. The, um, so my my answer answer for that is Martian Manhunter. As much as I love him, totally uh, agree. He does not need. He's a he's an amazing. He's an he's an A plus first tier Hall of Fame supporting character. But yes. he does not. The second they get into his own book, like it's all about like him finding himself and the same thing over oh, and over yeah, again. Like that's, right, it's true. Right. We don't need that. We don't need. Like I get it. He let, let him do that as a subplot in a Justice League book or. In a detective comics yeah. crossover, you or can do that he, he for does not six need issues. His own story. We could have a six yeah. issue Martian Manhunter series where he does that for six issues. I don't need to read it for thirty six issues. You know, no. it, it just gets like I get it. You're upset. You're not sure who you are. Your body is fluid. <laughs> you don't feel like you belong here. Like I got sure, it. Sure, yeah, totally got you it. Found out you know who else Martian should have it by now? Not the John? last Martian. You should have it figured out by now. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a very long time. <laughs> so, yes, seventy years of Martian Manhunter. Yeah, yeah. Like, who, and like, who and, am and, I? It's like you're the Martian like, Manhunter, man. That's and who like, you are. I'll, I'll say this: like John Ostrander and and Tom Mandrake, they they did their Spectre treatment to the Martian Manhunter for a while in the early two thousands, right? And that book is good. It's very good. But it is also exactly what you described. Right. Yeah. It is it is 30 some issues of the Martian Manhunter exploring his own soul origins. Yeah. yeah, soul painting, right? It's like <laughs> And here's that year he spent in disguise working on the Kent farm and nobody knew it. Right. It's like, "Oh, well, okay, that's like, cool." That's I guess, neat. But that's cool. I like that. That's neat, you know, but <sighs> Did you know he had a brother? His uh, brother's evil. It's uh, okay. Well, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's it's too there's there's too many comics and to have one more about him, you know, navel yeah. gazing is just we don't right navel navel gazing. That's we term. have done that before, and he's wonderful, and I love him. But um, I I enjoy him on other books. That's where I'm at. Totally agree. We, yeah, does I'm, not need I'm with you there. Brian, you got anything else? Because I got to get David Robbins in here. He's freaking out. I'm good. Later, guys. All have right. a good Bye, one. Talk to you, man. Yeah, you too, bud. David Robbins, been a little while. How are you, sir? Try to unmute him again. See what happens. There he is. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Trent Krim, the independent. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I've been watching some Ted Lasso. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> how are you guys doing this morning? Good. Real good. Excellent. Um, first off, question of the week. Um, Blink. Yeah. Blink. I, I love Blink unapologetically. I've got a Calafiore sketch. Um, I love Blink. She can't hold her own book. Totally. I, I completely agree. And yeah. I really like the character as well. And I liked when they introduced her way back in the day, even, even though she was like strangely one of those mutants that was in age of apocalypse that was not in the regular world. 
and then came to the regular world (laughs) and was fantastic. Yeah. Todd Turner just said blink in exiles. Exiles was the book that made me love that character. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a fan of blink. Oh, well, and I also uh, obviously age of apocalypse, but, uh, like her powers were fascinating her look was fascinating yeah. but in exiles where she became like the leader it, like i was like oh yeah blink is great she was fantastic yeah yeah but she just can't hold her own book no uh, that's unfortunate no because i'd love to be able to explore that character a little bit more and i just don't think we are going to there might be a mutant rule there might be like an unwritten mutant rule where it's like wolverine only dude that can support his own book sorry Right, you guys. Well, and that's that's so Next weird title. because you know that that's just down to sales, right? Like Wolverine. The reason the reason Wolverine can hold his own book is because people buy it. I don't yeah. disagree, but it's also because the book is good, and that's why people buy it. Now, like, yeah, but it's not like they. Ha- it's not like these characters haven't had their own books that have necessarily been bad. Yeah, I mean, like there was a storm like, the series. Cy- the, like Cyclops was- had an ongoing series that was pretty decent. It got canceled. Cyclops and Corsair bombing around the the space. To, uh, Rob yeah, around like the- that's fun. It was great. It was great. But you know what I don't need to read it for? 12 issues. Give me a four issue well, storyline and that. That's you, right? Like, but if they if they had delivered us. Wasn't just me because it got canceled. So <laughs> it wasn't just me. I know. I'm saying I, I, I'm I don't know. I don't know what the answer is because I don't necessarily think that no mutant can do it. I just don't think that they've had the right formula. You know what I mean? They haven't they haven't they haven't stumbled upon the thing that makes a character Wolverine. Fair enough. I, and I, 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 I just, know. I can't think of a good example. It's like X, X23, X23 has had her own book multiple times oh, and they've mean, always been great. You mean always. female Wolverine? Is that what you mean? <laughs> but, you know, here's the thing though. X23, like they tried to make another Wolverine. They made Dokken and then he's just boring. But they made the female Wolverine and made X23 and her story is actually interesting. Yeah, really, but Dokken is sick. I really liked that Dokken series. I really <sighs> liked that. Dark Wolverine? Yes. I loved it. I just, I'm not a fan of that character in and of himself. Uh, I liked it when he chopped the Punisher into tiny bits and then Punisher got turned into a Frankenstein. Yeah. That was fun. That was a thing. Oh, that's how Punisher got turned into a Frankenstein? That, Doc, yes. Yes. Dokken okay. murdered him Dokken horribly. murdered him, him and he came back as Frankenstein. And they made him a Frankencastle. Welcome back, well, Frankencastle. That's what yeah. happened. All right. Well, there you go. Um, Man, our, our must, like, our required reading list this week is fucking bonkers <laughs> like, but not everything we mentioned is required reading man. no you but i always have to put everything in the list i'm putting the welcome back frankencastle thing in there you bet i am <laughs> because it is a ride there was rick remender and was it tony moore yes tony moore yeah Correct. oh man it was so good <laughs> okay so um can we talk loki yeah. for uh let's talk loki. Let's oh talk yeah loki. of course okay uh i'm loving it I am loving this show. Uh, I am only marginally like have any clue what's going on, but I'm loving the damn show. Yeah. Yeah. The last episode. (laughs) Wonderful. Just wonderful. And the very end, like we know that Loki is chasing Loki, but when we see the Loki that Loki is chasing, Man, okay. Okay. <laughs> so now, so now here, here are good. some, here are some potential spoilers. Uh, well, obviously, we're already talking spoilers, but here, here is something that the internet caught on to that is not apparent in the episode. Oh, why don't you just marry um, the internet, Joe? God, you're always talking. Uh, we're on the internet right now. I don't know how to tell. <laughs> I don't know how to break this to you. Um, in the Spanish language credits, instead of listing the character as the variant which is how she's listed on imdb right 
they listed that actress's character as Sophie or Sylvie or something. I think it's Sophie. Um, there is a character in Marvel Comics named Sophie who was the second Enchantress. She, yes. Uh, I don't remember her exact origin, but uh, like she was either a construct of Loki's or she was a human woman that was granted as guardian powers. And she bummed around with the young Avengers for a while. And then she became evil uh, and, and ran around with the young masters of evil, which oh, is no, no, a no, part no. of that. Like la- that's part of that later run on the book, like pre post Alan Heinberg, pre Kieran Gillen. So it's kind of a hazy time. Uh, but yes. Yeah, so, so Sophie uh, is what her name is in the credits of Loki. Okay. The actual and, actress's name is Sophia Martino, though. No, 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 no. Uh, like the character's name is listed as whatever that wh- so whatever character Sophie right? dash Sophia Martino. Right. Yeah. Like her character name is listed as this character that is the enchantress in the Marvel comics. Okay. The, the second enchantress. The second enchantress. Yes. Uh, and so that's interesting because everybody is like, oh, she's, you know, she's obviously like they spent the whole two episodes so far telling us that she's a variant. She's a Loki variant. And it turns out she might not be a Loki variant. This is so, Sophie, not Sylvie Lushton, who became the Enchantress. It's Sylvie. Sylvie. Thank you. Th- Sylvie. I, okay. I was like, I, I couldn't remember the name. It's, I can't find a name yeah, Sylvie. So this character, I'm dropping her in the Facebook chat right now. Bang. Nope. Copy the wrong thing. Sorry. This is Way the to go. character I was talking about. Sorry. Bang. There it is. Uh, Trevor Henderson in the chat says she's also blonde, which seems like an intentional choice. That's absolutely true. If, oh, yeah. If she was just a variant of Loki, why wouldn't she have black hair? Yes. Sylvie Lushton. Sylvie Lushton. Thank you. Um... And so I don't know. I don't know what to think. They didn't list her that way in the American credits. It seems like an oversight that they did not catch that in the Spanish credits. Also, when Loki was turned into a woman for a while, Loki had long, flowing, beautiful black hair. Was not a black. He had. You know, I mean, he yeah, he had black hair like Loki. Yeah. Well, uh, except wasn't, she, rather, the, wasn't that body supposed to be a replacement for Sif? I believe that yes. was uh, that at fir- at first they were like uh, they came to that to that to to lady loki thinking that it was the reborn sif but it was it was loki it was not it was in fact loki and odin and loki was uh sif was in the body of the elderly woman that was dying yes right but i the the, i believe the body was created with the intention of it being for sif oh i don't remember yeah i I think no you you are okay yes you're right and loki took over the body and sif was stuck in the old lady's body that was dying I thought, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the, the you're, I'm sure that, that you're right. But in my head, that in my head, that they in my head, they were inhabiting people's bodies. But that doesn't make any sense, because that means they just like took over those people's lives, well, which is in, not is not what happened in in when when Loki get, uh, comes back and is a uh, like a uh, like a preteen girl and, and she's hanging out with like Loki, like preteen. That was actually back as a as a girl like i think that this weird body switch thing was i can't remember now. like loki's body had gotten destroyed or something and they made a everybody's body's gotten destroyed and there was a replacement body for sif i might be completely wrong on all of this yeah i mean i don't think i don't i like we're getting into some deep cut stuff that i don't think is going to factor yeah. into the show i can't remember but, um yeah so i guess the question is is 
Sophia DiMartino playing Loki or is she playing this enchantress? Okay, maybe let's say for the moment she is. Why do you have a group like the Time Variance Authority who isn't scared of, you know, the Infinity Stones whatsoever? I mean, they're paperweights. How does the enchantress pull that off and convince them that she's Loki if she's not Loki? Because the main one of the time, uh, the, the, the time guardians, whatever is Kang could be. Well, no, the, the center statue, the center statue of the three time guardians looks an awful lot like the actor who played tick on, um, Lovecraft country yeah. who has been cast to play Kang. Yeah. And people keep saying that, but I don't, I don't see it. Yeah. I looked uh, at I, it pretty long and hard I, too. And I, and I, I don't know. I, I, I do think that he looks like Kang because when they show the, the little film strip and they show the timekeeper, the cartoon of the timekeepers, there's one of them that is like blue skinned with purple accent. Like there, it's one that's a very Kang reading as Kang. Right. Uh, yeah. and, and, and it's the middle one that everybody is talking so about. The, I'm dropping um, the picture right here and you can look at it and you're not wrong. It doesn't not like, look there, like and there's more than one, there's be, more than one picture. Uh, there's more than one cut of the statues, uh, than the one that keeps popping, popping up. But yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, but I like, I would not be surprised if one of them is Kang, but I, I mean, it could also be just as simple as like, they think she's Loki, but she's not. Like, I guess, you know, I, I, I was just saying like the enchantress, if she's doing it, she's doing it with magic. And we've seen that look, well, when yes, you, the go, enchantress has when you magic. go to the time variance dudes, like magic means nothing to them. It's not even an issue. Like no problem. We can turn your magic off like that. So why wouldn't they know in, in the confines of the TVA? Uh, okay. I suppose. Yeah. Like I, I, when they're running around in the real world, Loki's got his magic. Like they've got yeah, their magic. He, he used it to get the rain off of them in the in that's episode true. two. Trevor, Trevor says uh, Mobius mentions another analyst, uh, which could also be Kang. Yeah. Kang is this show's Mephisto. I believe Kang is this show's Mephisto. I also like that Trevor was trying to talk about Mobius, but he said Morbius, which uh, would be lots awesome. Of people, lots of people do that. It'd be lots so cool Morbius. if Morbius <laughs> was there. Hey, you know, and uh, like if I were to, I'm telling you right now, if I were to type in the chat on my phone, Mobius it would autocorrect to Morbius because I've typed the word Morbius so many Fair times. Fair enough. Uh, uh, real quick note I, on Morbius. They, one of the actors came out and was like, yeah, Morbius is totally in the MCU. And then Sony came out and they went, no, Morbius is not in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was great. And the actor's like, what do you mean? <laughs> Morbius is in the Sony universe of Marvel characters. Yeah. Yeah, the Spumsy, which is terrible. The Spumsy. The Spumsy yeah. you. Which sounds yeah. like something um, you get when you don't clean your genitals enough. Or the thing that the... Uh, <laughs> Spumsy. Or the bad guy that uh, Eddie Murphy was fighting in The Golden Child. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I'll tell you, though, I am disappointed that in uh, the first episode of Loki, uh, Owen Wilson did not go, wow, I can't wow. believe you were Duty Cooper. Wow. <laughs> I think he's he's doing it, on, you know, like at this point, he's like, I get it. I, 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 I get think, it. Uh, Joke's yeah, over. Like, uh, I'm not so doing it my, anymore. Uh, there was this tweet that went viral uh, that was supposedly Owen Wilson, but it was probably photoshopped, where it's uh, supposedly Owen Wilson tweets, 
I didn't even, I don't even say wow that much guys. <laughs> and it's, it's true. Like it's happened in like three movies. It's happened like, like three times or something, but to be perfectly honest, it's someone just calmed on it because it sounds a certain way when he says it, you could probably like, grab wow. any actor wow. that's been in more than two movies and find them saying, wow. Yeah, sure. Like times. Tom, Tom Hiddleston, Tom Hiddleston yeah. went on a, a talk show and did an amazing impression of Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's like, he's an easy, he's an easy, right. uh, actor to, uh, caricaturize. It's just not as compelling to have a Tom Hanks. Wow. You know, super cut. So <laughs> like, it's, yeah, exactly. It's there. Between I'm sure. Hiddleston, between Hiddleston Cumberbatch and, um, uh, the, the guy who took over for Red Skull, whose name is escaping me at the moment. Um, oh, they have, uh, not Hugo Weaving. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> his name is Russ Marquand. Russ, uh, Ross Marquand. Yes. Okay. Um, and he is an impressionist. Yeah. He is, uh, like he's he a voice a, actor. He is a rich little level impressionist. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, uh, is he was also fan. one of the stars of the walking dead for a yep. long time. Was he? He's still, he's still on the show. Um, uh, oh, I'm not, I'm not caught up on, on the current season, but I'm glad to hear he's still on it. Cause I like him. Okay. Uh, he, and like, I've met him in person a couple times. He's a really, really nice guy. Nice. He plays one of the characters from the comics. Uh, the guy, Aaron. Um, Aaron. Aaron, yeah, like he's the 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 gay gentleman with the husband that oh. uh, brings Rick and the crew into Hilltop. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Um, and yeah, he's great. He's great on the show. Russ Marquand. And like, what a perfect way. Like Hugo Weaving's being a jerk and can't show up to be the Red Skull. Fine, we got a guy that can do that. Eat it, Hugo. Yep. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, I mean, I, uh, see, I don't know if it was not, like I. I don't really blame Hugo Weaving. It's like you set up my character with a cliffhanger. He gets beamed into space at the end of the first movie. Yeah. And then, like eight movies later, you're like, "Hey, you want to come back for five minutes?" Fuck no! I, I'm busy. I got things to do. Yeah. yeah. I'm filming the Matrix Four. What do you want? Yeah, pound sand. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, Hugo Weaving. That guy no, doesn't need totally. Me. That does that guy doesn't need Marvel. He's Elrond. David, yep. always good to talk to you, buddy. We're gonna jump in Thank here, and talk to our buddy Jimbo, see how he's doing. Bye, David. Jim, get in here. Where you got? There you are. Ask asking to unmute. How are you today, Jim? You know what? I'm I'm not doing I'm not doing okay. But we'll get to that. Joe, you know, Joe, I'm very excited for you to join. You know, current movie by watching. How how old was Goodfellas? Like thirty years. 1987 every, every bit of 25 yeah, yeah. close to 30 years gotta be uh, uh, yeah i feel like it came out in 87 i think there's a 30th uh, anniversary coming up you enjoy it you oh that? i loved it yeah no absolutely loved it you know there's there's gonna be a lot of movies out there joe that are really good i'm just letting you know <laughs> oh, you know what it came out in 1990 so it is 31 years old okay 31 uh, let's see. Question of the week. Kind of a weird question for stuff that I read because if a book doesn't do well, it just gets canceled. Yeah, there's no such thing as anime mini or manga mini series, right? Um, the closest thing we're going to get now are seasonal stuff. Okay. So like the author of Bleach, he did a, it's something called, it's called Burn the Witch. And he just kind of did it because he was bored because he was injured. He's in, it was really popular. And so now they're doing uh, like four to five longer chapters a year okay so they had the first set last year it's, it's good like, i it's, thought a manga miniseries was like only 700 issues you know something like that well, they're kind of <laughs> they're kind of moving away from that really so like so like jujitsu kaisen is the is the biggest thing and a lot of people are like oh this is going forever and the author's like no this is my go 500 fair enough my go 500 you're not like you know one piece is at a you know a thousand i think we're at a thousand sixteen right now Naruto went 700, Bleach went 600. We're not, I don't think we're going to see it because it's just too much of a detriment to their bodies anymore. Sure. It's just too, just too much. I get it. I get it. You know, yeah. what can you do? It's so, hard work. 
Yeah, so we don't really get that. So like one of the series that was canceled that I, I miss dearly is called Prokuro. Um, think of Dragon Ball, but in the way of powering up, you have to eat and capture ingredients. Um, and it is, it is, it is amazing. Okay. It is ma- super macho, super macho. Uh, people are planet busters. It is, it is crazy. Or it's like, but, look, as soon as I finish these plantains, I'm going to destroy your planet. <laughs> Sprig of tarragon. I choo choo choose you. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's exactly kind of like that. Okay. And, 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 and this falls into why I'm not doing so well is because it was pretty much canceled because the anime did not do it justice because it's more of a violent, like people lose arm body parts, very violent. They don't do that. And that leads me into uh, Netflix releasing the record of Ragnarok anime this week. Yes. It was garbage yeah okay i thank you i watched the first one and i was like the preview came on and it was like all the gods are bored let's make them the humans fight the gods and i was like okay totally in blood sport gods versus humans great watch the first episode went this sucks it's garbage so netflix seems to be buying these properties that aren't so red rata is a monthly is a monthly series it is not part of like weekly shonen Jump, so it's a smaller publisher. Okay. So a lot of these smaller ones are getting picked up by Netflix just to produce, and so it looks like the the animators had a very low time to do it. Yeah, it doesn't look good, and it's no. it's not well written. It, it's no. it's just bizarre. I, it sucked. It, now, on exactly. the other hand, the creators of FLCL have a new show called The Great Pretender that is on Netflix, yeah. and it's fantastic. Yeah, it's so great. good. Yeah, it came out. Yeah, it came out like last year, and it's just worked its way to Netflix. It's uh, yeah. really, Pretender. really good. The animation is amazing. The coloring is nuts. Like you yes. feel like oh, you're just is. you're staring yeah. at like a, a neon painting the entire time. Right. And the voice, uh, Chris Parnell is one of the voice actors, mm-hmm. and he's wonderful on it. And like such a great choice too. Like oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, Rocket Ragnarok. Um, because because you miss a lot of fun stuff because you get like. Lubu versus Thor, you get Adam, like the first person Adam against Zeus. These really hype fights. And and it just it's just such and it's I don't it's not gonna second see people are just it's just not good. So yeah. Cause because the, the best fight um is is Jack the Ripper versus Hercules. And it's such a a, a, a switch. It's like, like, what now? <laughs> yeah, Jack the Ripper. Because basically for, for humanity, they can take anyone from the time. Any, 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 you know, I would like, I don't want to assume anything, but I think I'm going to give it to Hercules. Yeah. Hercules, well, you have to watch Hercules would murder Jack the Ripper. We'll tear him in half. Come on. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. So it, it says me that this stuff happens because it's a really good, I, I don't know what's going to happen in the, the manga. I assume the, I don't know if the sales will go down, but it's pretty popular. There's more of the popular ones, but again, it's monthly. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was garbage. And it's the first one that I've like watched. Some are, Oh, more interesting than others, but I thought this one was garbage. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. The, the first one was like, "What? What are they? What?" It's like, "How they mask my boy? How they mask my boy, Joe? I don't get it." Yeah, my boy, it hurts. I've abandoned my my magic boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, so um, let's see. Loki, Loki's still good. Yeah, I think I think you're reading too much into like translation errors about you know. Stuff, but I mean, I don't think it's a translation error. I think they specifically listed the name of a character they shouldn't have listed. Why yeah. would they? Um, it's okay, not so an error to write thing. Sylvie, right? It'd be one thing if uh, on the Spanish broadcast it was like, Oh, when she popped in, it said Frank was her name or something. You're like, Well, that's okay, well, that's an error, obviously. That's something weird in the translation. But when it says Sylvie and there is a character 
from tied to Loki. mythos yeah, tied to Loki, also right. a magic character. That's maybe a little more than happenstance. Now, I, I, and like I will also like I will I will say, Jim, to your to your point, it's possible that there's a nar- another character because there's an a, another actor listed in the credits of IMDb that's playing a young Sylvie. Hmm. So maybe you know they, it was just an error that they listed her as Sylvie when it was like, there's another person that's Sylvie on the show. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know anything. We, we know. only know what we saw. So, um, so it was like the big twist going to be like the Loki that we're following is actually like the Loki causing all this time, time tomfoolery at the end. Maybe. I mean, I kind of, I, I mean, that's why they arrested him. Right. Cause he started, he was jacking things up by, yeah. by doing his thing. Yeah. Um, we but, shall see. Uh, I mean, we'll yeah, find I don't out. know. I, 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 I like it a lot. Uh, it is, again, only six episodes, which seems yeah. like Falcon and Winter Soldier. I was like, OK, you know, they can tell that story in six episodes. Well, didn't they also this, say this story getting, seems so much bigger? Didn't they also yeah. say we're getting a second season of this as well? It's been greenlit for more. Um, that according to uh, our friend Micah, yes, it was approved for a second season. So I don't we'll see. Huh, that's interesting. Like, uh, like right now, uh, like I have not personally heard anything about any of these shows continuing past the initial run. So I don't know. Um, yeah, it's what their contracts are. But I don't, yeah, I like, I only see Tom Hiddleston coming back. I don't know, like, if the other actors would just focus on movies or. Okay. Or so there's a bunch of rumor sites that are total bullshit oh. that are saying Loki season two, but Screen Rant is typically better. They're also kind of a, you know, clickbait rumor site. But they, they are saying it may already be renewed for season two. So I don't know, which would lead me to believe, which feeds that kind of Kang theory. And if you're going to do something like here's Loki season one and it's these six issues and there's a re- episodes and there's a reveal and then we have some Marvel movies. We got to get out of the way. We got to do Black Widow. We got to do Eternals. And then Ant-Man shows up and Kang is there. Then we do something with Loki season two spinning out of that, you know. That well, but see, we also too. we also have that Thor movie coming up, and I find it kind of hard to believe that they're going to not put Loki in Thor: Love and Thunder. I I find it. He's not listed in the credits, and he says, "Well, sure, I understand." That's Marvel messing. That's Marvel messing with us. It could be Marvel messing yeah. with us. But even Hiddleston's uh, like saying no, and Hiddleston like made a joke about how he wasn't invited, and he thought it was rude. <laughs> like, yeah, so who knows? I don't know. I mean, uh, like they, they also tried to they, like. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I I. Like there are some shows like to me, it makes sense. Okay. Captain America or Falcon and the winter soldier. They're setting up the next phase of Captain America movies. Right. So we're probably not going to get a second season and that's fine. But when you're talking about like something like she Hulk or Ms. Marvel, to me, those seem like those are episodic shows that they can just keep doing. Sure. You know, and not, they don't necessarily have to lead to b- huge blockbusters. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can tell them much. That's more, why they're gonna be. Well, you can tell them much more TV. personal story. Yeah, right. right. We're gonna get a, is like they fall through from the movies to the TV show. Yeah, we're yeah. going to get a personal story about She Hulk and a personal story about Miss Marvel. Well, but the, but then again, we already know that Kamala Khan is going to be in Captain Marvel too. So, uh, or it's it's called the Marvels. Right. Uh, and so I like I don't know I I I don't know Marvel's plan. I don't know Marvel Studios' plan. It's it's um, an enigma. It's gonna be fun. That's all. That's all no, we need to know. It's going to be fun. I trust them. They haven't done anything wrong. It yet. will be fun. And and if the answer is every year, there's like six or seven completely different shows. Fine. You know, then whatever. That's cool. Yeah, I have no problem with that. We're getting a six-hour yeah. Loki movie. 
more or less. Great. Right. And, and that's just the thing is like, you don't want too much of a good thing. You yeah. don't want to, you don't want to show to overstay its welcome. Yeah. You know, I also don't, like, don't want, don't a keep six cranking hour... out Loki, Loki episodes if it doesn't make sense. I also don't Did want a six say, hour Loki Snyder cut. You don't want, to, <laughs> you don't know, want something like, good last too long. You talk about comics, Joe. I'm saying don't let it last forever. Yeah, Look, too, Jim, too I know that you're used to things, things coming to an end, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But this is America, damn it. All we right. let thing, we keep things on life support until they until they just turn to dust. Jimbo, good to talk yeah. to you, man. Later, <laughs> you have a good one. Bye, Jim. Uh in the chat, Todd Turner says Moon Knight. Moon Knight, that's his character that he thinks is better in miniseries than a monthly. I love Moon Knight. <laughs> I love Moon Knight so much. I do not disagree with this statement. Because if you look at, he says, you can only do so much with Bushmaster. It's true. Uh, there are only so many times you can have him cut off Bushmaster's face. Yeah. And, and quite honestly, like when Warren Ellis did the Moon Knight re-release, it was great. And then when he fell off of it, it was fine for a while. And then it was canceled. Then we got another re-release and I believe it was Jeff Lemire was on it. Is that right? Um, I think he just took over the Warren Ellis. I, I don't think it was relaunched. I okay, well, they, did, they did a relaunch show where Smallwood was the artist on it. And I can't remember who that, that was a separate. Yeah, no, I don't remember who wrote that. Actually. I can't remember who wrote it either, but it was really good until that team moved on and then it petered out and got canceled again. So right. just tell us your six issue Moon Knight story. That's fine. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then when you got another great one, come on back. I'm fine with it. We don't need to worry about monthly comics anymore. There are tent poles, the Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, X-Men. I get it. Those are going to be monthly books forever and ever and ever, but we don't have to do it with everybody. That's just, that's it. That's all I'm saying. Trevor says the, uh, the Loki show has to end with the multiverse getting cracked wide open, leading into what if. Yeah. Um, his read on the first episode was that it went into great detail about why there isn't a multiverse in the MCU and that Loki or Loki's plural are likely going to ruin the TVA's whole biz. Right now. I don't, I wonder if that's true. Well, I, I like, you got know, a movie I, coming called the multiverse of madness. <laughs> so. No, no, no. I'm not like, I understand that we're going to get multiverse stuff. But, you know, like we went, we had a, uh, we had a lengthy discussion last week, Uncle Joe's story time, uh, explaining how the multiverse works in Marvel comics mm -hmm. and how the alternate, like the what ifs of, of the, of the Marvel universe are the alternate universes. See last week's cover to cover multiversal Matt. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but maybe that is, maybe that's the case in, in the MCU right now is that there is only there's only one timeline and the Avengers have really fucked it up. We'll find out. Miss Branch, get Peter Parker on the phone. Yes, Mr. Jameson. All right, it's voicemail time in this damn ziggurat. Hey, Joe and Matt. This is Randy. Andrew, of course. Um, <laughs> I'm glad he clarified. Yeah, thank you, Randy. I had no uh, idea. I wanted to call in uh, to the answer of the week. Um, I... You probably know my answer. Um, characters that I love that probably can't sustain a monthly title. The characters that I think of uh, haven't been able to sustain a monthly title for many, many years. Although, I think now they quite possibly could actually come back and sustain a semi-monthly title. The mystery is killing me here, Randy. <laughs> the teenage superhero group, Gen 13. 
There it is. I really think that that group should come back, that they have the ability to be heroes in the time of not necessarily DC, but they could even go back to Image and be a book that way. So that's, uh, that's the answer that I have. And I have no other thoughts on Batman or Nightwing or Nick Spencer or Dark Ages or Kazar or Batman or Superman. However, I do have a theory about Loki Episode 2 and how he may have began, really, the multiverse chaos that exists now. Anyway, I will hope you play this. And as always, uh, listen to my show, Soundtrack Alley. Bye for now. The hustler. Hardest hustling guy in the business. Uh, I'm sorry, Randy. Unfortunately, we just can't play your call on the yeah, show. Yeah, it's week. not going to work. It's a shame. We ran out of time. Uh, sorry, Randy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apologies to Randy Andrews, but we're out of time. Uh, here's what I love about Randy. Uh, Randy, not afraid to come in and be like, look, I'm going to answer the question of the week, but I'm not going to answer it at all. You know why? I want to talk about Gen 13. <laughs> <laughs> no, to, like, to be fair, his uh, characters that he does not think. Okay. He said they can. He's like, he's like, yeah, no, no yeah, you're right. Absolutely uh, can. But, yeah, but he is also right that they have also had a number of failed attempts. Yeah. Um, but the original Gen 13 ongoing series lasted like 75, 80 issues. It did. And it got really good. And, and we, we, we and it went, went really back good. and looked at some of the beginning stuff and it was, it was garbage. It got it was. really, really good. Yeah. John R. Cutie wrote it for yes. a, a long time. Gary yeah. Frank drew it. It was beautiful. Uh, Adam Warren wrote it and it was really good when Adam yeah. Warren wrote it. Loved it. Um, but yeah, no, like, Hey, look, I got nothing against gen 13 at all. I just, uh, you know, our big thing is stop putting Wildstorm characters in the DC universe. Yes. Just don't do it. Yes. All right. Next up. Randy. Hey, we missed you, buddy. Welcome back. Hey guys, Tony Mathers. So that, uh, I need a hero. I thought was awesome with the He-Man trailer, perfect pairing. And then when yeah. I heard it with the Guardians video game trailer, I was like, oh, okay. And right. then by the time I heard it in Loki this week, I, uh, I, I kind of think, one, I, I don't even know why it was there, but yeah. it needs to be put back on the shelf for a while. I was also thinking about all the people in the TVA. I don't think they were created by the timekeepers. I think they were taken or repurposed from somewhere else. Uh, possibly they're all variants who just had their minds scrubbed. So what I'm really hoping is uh, when Mobius was talking to Renslayer, how he said, oh, who's the other agent you're working with? I'm hoping it's another variant of himself. And secretly, I hope it's played by Luke Wilson. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And uh, as far as the whole Batman oral sex thing, I mean, of course he does. Why else would he have handles on his head? Fair All enough. Right. Take care, guys. Hey, oh, oh, <laughs> he you know what? That, I will say this out of all the jokes that got made this week. That's the first time I heard that one. That's a good one. Yeah. So you, you, good could job, Tony. you could literally uh, drive Batman around like little left, little left. There it is. There yeah, so uh, the, the thing that I said on Twitter, which I, I, I hold to is that Batman, because he is Batman is the most technically proficient. Uh, performer of that particular skill but it's all clinic it's all clinic no yeah, passion yeah, yeah it's all tech it's nothing but technique there's nothing there's no heart 
And uh, it's, it's just like, you never know. You never know when I'm going to need to pull that out of my utility belt. Right. Um, but uh, Loki. So uh, the fun thing about the TVA, and they have not touched on this yet on the show, but Tony kind of stumbled into it. Uh, all of the uh, analysts of the TVA are Mobius clones. All of them. They are all they are all Mobius and Mobius. Uh, they are all clones of Mark Grunewald. And that is how it is in the comics. And so I've been dying for that to happen in the show. But right now we're seeing like the, you know, the mail cart guy. They're we're all different the secretary, peeps. like the they're secretarial all, yeah. pool. They're all different peeps. But they also aren't necessarily analysts. So when she said, I have another analyst, you're not the only analyst. I'd like to think that all of the analysts are Owen Wilson. Oh, okay. I see you working. Yeah. Like not, not everybody's an agent, right? Just like not everybody's a judge dread, you know, stormtrooper type. Right. Uh, you know, you've got, uh, I, I misspoke uh, last week. I, I called, I called the main, um, enforcer Ravana, but Ravana is, um, the young lady that's in charge, right. the, the woman, the, and she in the comics is King's lady friend. Oh, FYI. Hey-o. So there's some fuel for that fire. There you go. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think that that is a fun idea. The idea that every analyst in the field is some sort of variation of Mobius. I would, I would be thrilled. That'd be fun. I'd be into it. Our buddy Frank called us. Hey guys, I wanted to talk about the question of the week and give you my answer. My answer would be any of the X-Men. That's right. Uh, there you go. I think we got a rule here. Um, I, I think they're great as a ensemble cast. I think they're great in miniseries, but it, I, I just don't want to follow along, you know, a continuing series of, of any of them. Um, and Wolverine just, they, they completely oversaturated the market with him. But really what I'd like to talk about is the Picard trailer. Okay, that Picard trailer what? looked yeah, amazing. Dude. What? Yeah, dude. The, the, the just the little things, and there's then the, we we already had the one with the, you know, the the teaser, but this one with John Delancey looked fantastic. I <gasps> half expected John Delancey to still look like like he did in um, <laughs> like thirty series, something year old. I think what they did Q. was they probably they probably said, ah, oh, you know, got a lot of we got a lot of pushback from when we made uh, Brett Spiner look younger. So let's let's not do that. Let's just make make him look the same. But the overall impression I'm I'm getting from it is that there's some issue where they have to it's a time travel. It's a time travel series. That's what it's yeah. going to be about, time yes. travel. So they're going to have to go back in time. They're going to have to set something right. Um, interesting to see things like, I, I I don't think it's going to be the mirror universe, but I also don't think it's not going to be like the mirror universe. I think something will have happened to alter the timeline and to kind of like push it, push it in this, what seems to be a darker direction. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll see when the next, uh, when the trailer hits and we can kind of take a deep dive into that. I'd love to talk about it next week, but this week I can't be here. Oh, I didn't know there was a trailer. There's there a trailer. It. it looks awesome. I don't think I gotta see it. I don't think it's mirror universe because we spent so much time with that 
on in Discovery. Discovery. Yeah. And I don't think they're yeah, doing and like uh, the, the mirror universe is fun, but I think it's also kind of played out yes. a little bit. I like we don't is... have to we don't have to make everything something in the mirror. Universe. No. And from what this looks like, um, it looks like a broke, like he said, a broken timeline type. Uh, and then the TVA shows up and, you know, prunes it. Yeah. Um, so uh, John Delancey, uh, you know, in like, I don't know if they'll explain this on the show or not or if they did it in the trailer. But in my head, like, what did Q do the first time he showed up? He made himself look like Picard. Yeah. You know, like he put himself in a, in a Starfleet captain's uniform and it's like, yeah, Q, this ageless being is like, I got to look like my mom, Capitan. Right. And that's, uh, that's all I need. That's all I need in my head to justify Q looking old. Fair enough. No, it, it's, it looks amazing. It's going to be great. We'll talk about it with you next week, Frank. Thank you for your call. We got one call left. Oh, real quick hey, before we get crying too- out loud. <laughs> Sorry, uh, was something uh, something I wanted to say uh, when to- when Tony's call was over that I forgot is that Bonnie Tyler had a really great week. Uh, she had to have raked in so much money from. I need a hero uh, is not Bonnie Tyler. Yes, I just looked it up, buddy. I didn't. It's hold. It's holding out for a hero is by Bonnie Tyler Bonnie from the Tyler? Footloose soundtrack. Uh between the he-man trailer loki and uh whatever the other place uh what was the third place i don't recall i forget oh guardians of the galaxy uh the guardians of the galaxy video game trailer all right uh go good for you bonnie tyler good for bonnie here we go Hello, Matt. this is bryant from merlin just calling in to answer the question of the week uh before i forget um i think last week i talked about uh, the scores when it comes to captain america yes. winter soldier i was definitely wrong about that one so oh. i was definitely disqualified i believe um but for this question of the week i was going to say a character that i think can't sustain a book that i love I would say I've been reading a lot of Inhumans from the past. I haven't picked up in a long time. And I guess a lot of people don't like the Inhumans. So I guess that's a huge net on a lot of the characters. I tried reading the Karnak series. Uh, I think it came out about four years ago. Yeah. I was trying to get into that because I thought the character was pretty cool, especially with all his abilities of uh, finding the weak spots in everything, basically, it sounds like. But it only lasted, I think, five issues. So I was very sad about that. So. But overall, the character I liked the most uh, that I think wouldn't be able to stay in the series, I am not too deaf in depth with the character, but I think he's really cool. Um, his name is Reader. He's from the Inhumans as well. I just yeah. like his whole character, basically, when it comes to like his abilities. They seem kind of overpowered, like uh, the ability to basically read. He's blind, um, based on my memory, so he has to read Braille, but whenever he reads it, it like projects into reality, so he can do like multitudes amount of things. He can smell from far away, he can freeze time, he can rewrite history if I'm right. Um, Like on Charles Soule, a while back, they had an uncanny uh, and human issue 10 that goes pretty far in the depth of his abilities, I think. Well, that's my answer for the question of the week. Hope y'all enjoy your week. Bye. Okay, so he can't rewrite like reality, but he can read time and learns that he can read it backwards and read it forwards so they can make decisions that could change some things type stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Reader is a very yeah. cool character. And it, Reader very is powerful. basically like, Seems very powerful. like Daredevil with the power cosmic almost. Yeah, yeah. You know the, what I mean? The, the inhuman daredevil yeah and i agree the inhumans 
I love the Inhumans. You know what I don't need? Oh, no. I don't need to read an ongoing Inhumans book. I don't need an ongoing Inhumans book. I don't. They're better being mysterious. They're better this weird, mysterious group of people, and when they show up, it's serious shit. Something big is going down. Exactly. 100%. When Black Bolt shows up at at the Baxter building, it's because something really, really bad is happening. Yeah. Yes. Right. Uh, and you know what? That leads me right into my answer. Uh, same. Uh, I, the, my answer is 100%, and I can't believe nobody else said it. It's the Punisher. I don't disagree at all. Stop putting the Punisher I in ongoing disagree. bits. Just quit it. Yeah. And, and, I, I, and look, I love Frank Castle. I love the Punisher. And the most problematic things that have happened with the Punisher are outside of the Punisher books. Okay. Right. But I mean, uh, yes. And I'm not talking about that necessarily. But when you are putting the Punisher in an ongoing. Uh, situation the the temptation is always going to be make the punisher seem like a hero and the punisher is not a hero the punisher is not a hero he should never be portrayed as a hero the punisher should be the boogeyman he should be yeah he should be a flawed character a deeply flawed character like i'm not saying i'm not saying that you know like he shows up to fight on alongside captain america during a a a, a big event that's fine whatever everybody that has written the like i don't think garth ennis tried to make the punisher garth ennis is an exception i think but uh, i don't think rick remender did either I, I think I think Garth Ennis, but I think the temptation is I don't disagree. You're, you're going to want to make the Punisher the hero of the story, and the Punisher is not a hero. I think the problem is more the formula where the Punisher the yeah, character right. is like, well, what's Punisher doing? Well, he's trying to kill this guy. All right, killed that guy. Now what? Now he's going to try, try and kill this guy. Now he's going to yeah, try no, and kill this guy. It's true. You know, and like, and, and like every character can be formulaic, but it's just like the Punisher specifically, I think works best as this character that kind of shows up. And when he shows up, it should be an oh shit moment. Yeah. It's I, like, it's like when you, it's like when um they don't do this kind of thing anymore. Uh, well, I, I know why, because Jason Aaron had Nick Fury blow his head off, but it used to be like whenever things started to get serious in Marvel comics, the watcher would show up. Right. Right. And he would just be standing there. Yeah. And like, and people that and, knew who the watcher was, would go, yes. Oh no. <laughs> right. Exactly. exactly. Oh, we, when we read, um, I've been, I had been rereading onslaught, right. We, we, we read the final chapter of onslaught and I forgot that at the beginning of that storyline, the watcher shows up and it's just like, uh Oh yeah, this is bad. <laughs> you open up page one watcher and you go, okay, this is going to be yep. something no, really, it's, it's not good. really big, but I don't need like, don't give me a watcher, you know, every issue. Don't have right. the watcher showing up. That ruins it. And it's the same thing with the Punisher. I totally I think agree. That's the, I think that is the Punisher. Yeah, we the don't Punisher, need it, to mine Frank Castle's yes. psyche anymore because we know what it is. We know right. who Frank Castle is. We know he's a broken man. We know that he, he thinks the justice system doesn't work and he just wants to kill criminals. Got it. Don't mind right. it anymore. Let's make him a mystery again. Let's make him a boogeyman. Let's make right. him like literally like a Jason, like a mask. He's killer. a monster. Yeah. Frank that, Castle is a monster. Yes. And that's how shows she, up he should be. And somebody has to be like, oh shit. Now I'm not just worrying about tombstone. I'm worrying about having to stop Frank Castle from killing tombstone as well. You know? Yes. That's right, compelling. Exactly. That exactly. is compelling. My favorite Punisher stuff is when he was a pain in the ass to either daredevil or Spider-Man because that was really, really compelling stuff. Yeah, like and and this is a this is a Punisher story, so it's not exactly the same, but um during Garth Ennis's run of Punisher, and I don't remember if it was during Welcome Back Frank or, or the ongoing that followed, but there's an issue where Daredevil shows up to stop him mm-hmm. from assassinating somebody. Yeah. 
and Frank gets the drop on him and knocks him out. And when when Matt Murdock comes to, he is chained to a chimney. I'm pretty sure that's a regular series. I don't uh, think yeah. that was in Welcome. Uh, and he's got a gun in his hand, and the gun is pointing at Frank. Yeah. And he said, and he says to Daredevil, the only way you're going to stop me from killing this guy is if you pull the trigger. Yeah, because he is. So Frank Castle is on like a roof with a sniper rifle. And yeah, he's gonna he kill is somebody. going to murder somebody. And Daredevil wakes up and he's like, all you got to do is shoot me. All you got to yep. do is shoot me. And this stops. And you Matt know? pulls the trigger. Yeah. And it like breaks him. And obviously the gun is, isn't loaded. But it's also this uh, great moment where I, yeah. like the Punisher hears Daredevil pull the trigger and he turns around and he's just like wow <laughs> like yeah like, he's just I, like, didn't, see? I didn't see that coming man you know like he was like i'm super oh, no, i don't think that that that's not how i remember it at yeah, all i the think punisher, the punisher definitely i think the punisher was trying to show daredevil was he like, was look but he you're not you're not any different than me you're not better than me but he didn't think it would happen in, in the moment when it does happen the punisher is like i thought i was wrong he's like but it turns out you're just like me He's like, I, in the back of my head, I hoped I was wrong, but it turns yeah. out you're just like me. And, and it was a great, like a fantastic Punisher moment. Um, another great Punisher storyline was in the regular series after Captain America had died in Civil War. And I can't remember if it was the hate monger or who it was. It became this like Captain America wearing all white. Uh, it was... Um uh, it was like a, a group of like white supremacists or something. But I don't know was, if it was specifically the hate monger, but there yeah. was one character and I think it was the hate monger. I can't remember for certain, but like put on an all white Captain America suit and was like leading a bunch of white supremacists and like saying this like America is for Americans. We're taking America back, you know, and it was like this total proud boy story. And you see the Punisher who is like in a bar. And is seeing the heroes fighting the heroes and shit. And it's just like, this is the dumbest shit in the world. This is why I stay out of it. And then they cut to this news report where you see this guy wearing a Captain America outfit in all white, you know, like, and he's rounded up like Mexican immigrants and has them in a truck and stuff. And the Punisher just goes, no. And he goes down there and kicks the shit out of like the, yeah. the white supremacist Captain America. I mean, so like here we are great. recommending Punisher stories, which is not what we were here to do. But um, who, who is, short... what is your answer? Okay, so my answer, and like as much as I hate to say it, and it was stolen by, I can't remember who said it in the chat, but it's Moon Knight. I oh, love, uh, yeah. I Moon love Moon Knight uh, Trevor so much. Anderson, I think. Moon Knight is a fantastic character that I don't need to read a monthly comic book about. You just don't, I don't need it. He's not Batman. It's that simple. He's not Batman. He's Marvel's ripoff Batman. He has some interesting stuff going on. He's a different type character. But the same thing with the Punisher, the formula falls back to that he's crazy. Oh, he's crazy. He, he hears voices. Oh, he, he's multiple personalities and he's crazy. Like, I get it. Thank you. Just tell me a good Moon Knight story and let's pull back <laughs> and then we can tell another one if you've got a good one, but I don't constantly need the dissociative personality, the voices in his head. You know, I'm fine with the conchu thing. I'm fine with that. There's always this conchu ghost that follows him around and it's like, you work for me. And he's like, nah, that's cool. Whatever. But they just constantly keep going back to that same. Well, and it's, it's a little much, you know? Yeah. I mean, like to me, the breaking point, like and i liked the warren ellis stuff where it's like yes yeah, and sometimes he's mr knight you know he wears a suit right. and he's dapper and whatever right. um like that's fine uh, but uh what broke me uh, was that bendis run where he's like and here's where he's pretending to be spider-man that was just yeah it's like no that was no too, that's not it was too wackadoo no, yeah, yeah it, it yeah, was no, just, thank you it was too wackadoo for me um now dc side 
and this is going to be controversial, but as much as I love Green Arrow, I think the answer is Green Arrow. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need a no. monthly ongoing Green Arrow anymore. I need, I would like to read a good short Green Arrow story about Ollie, please. But I don't know that I need a monthly Green Arrow anymore. I feel like you've told a lot mm-hmm. of the best stories that you're going to tell with Ollie. You've reinvented him. You've brought him back from the dead. You've done just about everything you can do with this character. I don't know that I need another monthly that I'm going to be really interested in Ollie again. I love him. I love that character. But I think maybe a great six issue mini here and there. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with you. That's all I need. It's your opinion and that's fine. But like like Oliver Queen has had too many excellent ongoing runs for me to just write him off. I, no, you know, I, I like, don't disagree. I, I, I think uh, I think we just need to like recapture what's great about Ollie. Again. I just feel like the best um, Oliver Queen stories are behind us. I don't know if there's a lot more to. And I mean, he's not a racehorse, Matt. That's not how it works. They got a good story. Tell it. That's what I'm saying. But tell it in six issues. Okay. Tell it in six issues. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I don't know if I can think of one. Uh, 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 I will tell you this: um, a character that I'm not always super interested in reading about solo adventures of is Damien. Like, I, I think Damien is fun, but to me, Damien is best when he's playing off the other Bat family. I don't disagree, but I am really having a lot of fun with this new Robin. Series. Sure, and it's fine, but again, like, this is something that I would not need to read on an ongoing basis. Like, once this storyline is over, unless the next storyline is also excellent, yeah, it's like, wh- I mean, why? Yeah. I, like, I just, I don't, I don't think Damien, I think Damien is kind of, um, I think Damien is kind of a one note character and that sounds insulting. I don't mean it that way. I just mean that like the number one draw of Damien as Robin is that he's an asshole. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's fun to read about Damien because Damien is a dick, but that can get old. Right. And I don't like, if I'm going to read an ongoing Robin book, I want it to be about a character that I actually enjoy like relating to like Tim or whoever. Totally agree. Like there's, there's a reason why Nightwing is so great. It's because Dick Grayson is a great, well-rounded character. Right. And there's a reason why Nightwing and Damien are great because they're polar opposites. Right. And if we were to get, if we were going to do a Nightwing Damien team up book, I'd be all in. Yeah. Or if he just goes to hang out, you know, in Bloodhaven for a while into it. Great. Right. And I really like yeah, that Tim but, is like, there, I, but poor Tim is so directionless right now. They're like, everybody wanted yeah, Tim back. He's that, back. Except Here that Tim, is. except that Tim has, Tim was used to great effect in Tom Taylor's first couple issues of Nightwing. Like Tom Taylor really gets that character. Yeah. And I like it. I just feel bad for Tim. <laughs> I feel, so I feel bad, bad for Tim too. I, I, I feel like he got kind of the short end of the stick once yeah. Damien was introduced. It's too bad because he's a great yeah. Robin. Yes. I love Tim. He's my favorite character created in the 90s. Okay, we got to get out of here. But first, we need to set up a new question of the week. Joe Patrick, take it away. Uh, all right. So I'm giving I'm giving uh, John Tverdick credit for this question, but he totally stole it from some rando he saw on the internet. What else? Uh, which is fine. You know what? Steal stuff off the internet. That's what I do. Right. I we we certainly approve it here on Two Edit Nerd. Sure. Uh, the question is this: You get to insert one superhero into a horror show or movie franchise name the character name the property the example in the original tweet was putting batman in the saw franchise trying to solve the jigsaw crime that's fun i like that so now we're talking about superheroes now so don't come right. at me with this like swamp thing shit yeah I, we want superheroes right. being inserted into 
like because my first thought was like put sandman into into uh nightmare on elm street no sandman is not a superhero like morpheus dreamwalker is, is. <laughs> sleepwalker. sleepwalker sleepwalker is yeah there you go yeah sure there you go yeah, put sleepwalker in the nightmare on elm street it's gotta franchise. work though that's the thing it's gotta work we can't be like all right silver surfer shows up and kills all the xenomorphs there we go like yeah no, right no but i mean again <laughs> silver surfer is an alien yeah like it would make sense for Silver Surfer to actually run across. Oh, okay, you're saying like no, it doesn't make sense because he's not like superhero dude or whatever. Yeah, you know, I'm saying like Mor- Morpheus Sandman from Vertigo is not a superhero. Gotcha. So we're talking about superhero characters. Silver okay. Surfer's fine because he's tech- he's considered a superhero character. Mm-hmm. So Marvel, DC, Image, whatever superhero characters in horror properties. Give us your best shot. I love it. We won't be doing it next week because Joe needs a week off, but we'll be doing it the week after. And like we said, you can always send us your answers right now. 402-819-4894. Leave a message. That's uh, right. Shoot us MP3, nerd at gmail.com. And anything you want to talk about or you have, you want to ask a nerd a question, you want us to, you want the comic pushers to suggest something for you to read, that's where you do it. Shoot us a message. Let us know. And we'll do it. The, technically speaking, the forums are still alive. They, they are still alive. You can do it Yeah. The, <laughs> so uh, God bless Brian Domingos. He still posts new threads every week. Love here's it. The, here's, here's my weekly pull list. You know? Love it. We still get the we still get the uh, occasional question of the week uh, suggestion. We we need those. We get the still occasional weird week. Russian bot trying to sell Viagra. We get know? lots of we get lots of weird <laughs> foreign bots. Yeah. All right. We will be back this Wednesday for another Cosmic Long Box episode. It is Pride Month, and we are celebrating in the Ziggurat by discussing LGBTQIA characters in comics, and we're gonna have a discussion of DC's Pride issue that came out this week. It'll be fun. I uh, I picked Rainbow Raider. Is does that count? I don't think Rainbow Raider is actually queer. I think Rainbow Raider just a dude that wore rainbows. Oh, all right. Well, I, I need to rethink my list then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll be doing it this Wednesday on the regular show. Hope you can join us. Thanks to everybody that played along today, whether you called in or chatted or sent us a voicemail. We don't have a show without you. For now, it's time for us to get out of here. My name's Matt Baum. My name is Joe Patrick. And this is the Two-Headed Nerd, signing off.